You're listening to Campus Review Radio. This is Wesley Kington from Campus Review speaking with Jody Schmidt, TAFE Queensland CEO, about the launch of the new report, The Vet Era, equipping Australia's workforce for the future digital economy. How did this collaboration between Queensland TAFE and the CSIRO for producing the report come about? Well, TAFE Queensland, uh, in our view, has been a leader of delivering skills and workforce development to drive economic growth for many, many years. Uh, as we work to identify the future shifts and changes that will have a significant impact on the world of work, uh, obviously digital disruption is recognised as a key driver of change over the next decade. Uh, on that basis, we started looking for partners to undertake a research project that would help us to map uh, the contribution of the vet sector uh, and our organisation specifically and how we will uh, need to change to meet uh, changing workforce needs into the future. You know, the CSIRO are a natural partner of choice. Their report, Tomorrow's Digitally Enabled Workforce, stimulated much debate and, and conjecture in the sector earlier in the year, uh, and their megatrends work gives a good basis for the technical analysis of changing skills into the future. So we worked in partnership together. It made sense uh, to overlay that analysis from their scientific perspective to the policy sector settings of the vet sector. Uh, and then I guess we, we tested that with employers, uh, stakeholders, industry, government and students. Uh, so we took both an academic and applied approach to this research. And so what were some of the key findings of the report? Well, it's quite an extensive report, but I'll try to group it into to three. I guess, uh, first and foremost, it illustrates the importance of the vet sector. Uh, vocational education and training delivers training to the largest segment of Australia's population. Uh, and the analysis shows that there's historically close alignment uh, between graduates and the changing skill needs uh, over time, particularly as the economy goes through transitions. Uh, and, it, and it shows that the role of the vocational education and training sector will extend as individuals need to tread a path of continual skills upgrade, with reskilling uh, really critical as the pace of change rapidly increases increases it. It suggests that as educators, we'll need to start to re-contemplate uh, what a qualification means and how we deliver skills to individuals who are going to increasingly uh, want just-in-time skills development. Uh, so there's no doubt that the construct of uh, and life cycle of training packages and qualifications will need to evolve. Uh, in essence, uh, the future is more likely to require a lifetime portfolio of learning rather than uh, a single or multiple post-school qualifications, and we need to understand how we'll respond to that. I guess secondly, when you look at what the skills perspective and what the key skills are going to be in demand into the future, uh, communication and human-centric skills have come to the fore. The demand for these growing at even a quicker rate than STEM skills, and we talk a lot about STEM these days. These skills align closely with the skills needed in the services sector, and if you relay that back to our experience at the moment, as the economy moves to that service orientation, that makes sense in terms of current demand growth. Lastly, what the role of evolving or the evolving role of teaching uh, and learning and the educators in this sector, what will that look like into the future? Uh, and I guess hearteningly, uh, it's expected that practical hands-on applied learning and the need for highly capable workforce will continue to be important 
with digital delivery or or technologically enhanced delivery an important aspect, but it doesn't diminish the importance of face-to-face delivery uh, from our educators and the role that they'll need to play in developing skills in individuals and providing mentorship into the future. Okay. And so uh, what are some of the skills that will become increasingly important in the future? Well, the research showed that there were three core areas of skills that are critical, uh, particularly to this sector. The most in demand is communication skills. Secondly, of course, we know STEM. uh, And then, of course, the underpinning skills uh, that are technical skills in this sector. If you drill into those clusters, you get a a greater understanding about the specific skills that are growing demand, particularly uh, over the last period of time and what's expected into the future. In terms of communication skills, the specific areas of focus will be service orientation, or actively looking for ways to help people. Negotiation, uh, bringing others together and trying to reconcile differences and active listening. These are the critical skills that will be in demand into the future. They they align obviously with the growth sectors that we're experiencing in the economy and we expect to continue to grow. Interestingly, when you look at STEM, it's probably less an emphasis on the scientific and engineering and a clear emphasis on technology design, uh, the ability to generate or adapt equipment and technology to serve user needs, certainly uh, digital literacy key. Uh, Mathematics in terms of using mathematics to solve problems uh, and computer use, the use of computers and computer systems to write software, to to conduct processes, to set up functions, uh, and certainly a greater expectation of the need to be able to work with data uh, across a range of industries. Okay. And uh, how does the VET sector seek to improve and build a broad STEM training offering? I, I, I guess the, the key delivery of the skills uh, that are identified by this report, which will be the game changers in terms of the vast majority of the workforce. Uh, there's no doubt the higher education sector has a clear role in delivering, uh, you, you know, the programmers, the engineers, the scientists in that regard. The vet sector's role will be about creating the paraprofessional uh, workforce that will support that with those key skills that I've just outlined there before. And when you think about it, it's a pretty logical extension of the discussion, but perhaps one that's not had with that sort of clarity until we have this type of report. Cool. And um, how can digital technology be used within the VET sector to drive efficiency, agility and transparency? I guess we've seen certainly uh, the growing sector being able to deliver more efficiently uh, and in a more agile way with the use of digital pedagogy and the delivery of resources uh, in terms of what's often referred to as, uh, referred to as online training. I guess that will continue to happen, and the use of technology to be able to make that uh, that time frame between recognizing demand and delivery shorter in order to meet needs will be key to a responsive uh, sector that plays a key role for employers into the future. I, I guess in terms of transparency, the greater level of knowledge in the sector with growing skills, uh, across the population will hand in hand deliver that. So uh, as we see we in every sector, uh, as information is available or processes are completed more quickly as a result of technology-enabled outcomes, uh, I guess that begets efficiency, agility 
uh, to some extent, transparency and a greater level of understanding by all players. And I guess that's beneficial uh, and will make the criticality of, of uh, the very best of skills in delivering education uh, the key focus, which is probably joy to the ears of educators. And why do you think the vet sector has, up until now, been sidelined in the Commonwealth Government's innovation agenda? I guess that's a question that uh, the vet sector asked at a, at a recent forum and a roundtable held in uh, held in Canberra. I, I think whilst we were disappointed by the narrow focus of the government's national innovation and science agenda, uh, rather than being sidelined, both TAFE Queensland and TAFE Directors Australia and other stakeholders are now promoting the key role that VET has to play in innovation. I think it's often the the role in that regard is not understood by the broader by the broader population. Uh, we have a key role in applied research and particularly because of our relationships with employers and industry. Most people don't realise that uh, we upskill the current workforce and, and it's in that area that most of the gains can be made by looking at different ways and using uh, our training approach to look at greater levels of productivity in local businesses. Uh, we actively deliver training in partnership with industry to the largest proportion of Australia's workforce. And so therefore, it's through these relationships and the small to medium nature of business in this country where the greatest gain can be made. You know, we've made that uh, point in a variety of ways through the parliamentary inquiries and the like, uh, but I guess the proof will come in the pudding. You know, we take an applied research to inno- uh, approach to innovation uh, and it sets the sector apart. So for us, TAFE Queensland launched Redspace, a centre for applied research and innovation uh, in late 2015, where we're using uh, our applied knowledge, skills and expertise of our staff with our students to create an offering to industry, to government uh, and to the general public in terms of really creating a proof point for what the sector can add. And uh, the report states research has revealed a a troubling gap in the skills profile of the uh, current workforce and a growing demand for more high-skilled workers. Uh, What do you believe has contributed to this gap? I guess first we need to remember that the report also says that a strength of the VET sector is that we've collectively provided the skills needed to support economic transition and growth in the past. And that there's now a future gap in skills needs for the economy uh, and what the report seeks to do is to say what's the role that the vet sector can take in meeting uh, in terms of contributing to meeting that gap. Uh, the the gap uh, really is about the changing needs of the economy and the way in which we deliver uh, those skills. Uh, and so it was clearly the objective report to show that uh, and to provide a focus and stimulus uh, for conversation with government industry and the sector to assess how we meet that changing needs, how we shift the underpinning skills that we're delivering across a range of qualifications to meet the needs uh, of the the digital economy in terms of communication and STEM skills that traditionally haven't been required uh, in technical occupations. And so I guess that's the point of the report in many respects. Okay. And um, finally, how will this report, being released tomorrow, be applied and used to drive further growth and potential and therefore uh, inevitably, hopefully, uh, transform the VEC sector in Australia? Well, that's a big, a big ask, but I guess it's a start or a contribution to the discussion. 
the report shows the important role and contribution of VET to Australia. Many of the messages in the report aren't new, uh, especially for those working in this sector. However, it's pleasing to see them come through on the basis of independent research from the CSIRO. Uh, for us, the report will be a key part of our strategy going forward in terms of how we prepare uh, uh, and focus on the skills we need to deliver and how we'll deliver them to meet industry's needs into the future. I guess more broadly, the report provides a call to action for the sector, uh, both at a state and a federal level, to work out how we're going to make a positive contribution to skilling the workforce into the future. I guess it needs commitment which I guess you could read as funding, uh, coordination in terms of clear policy statement and a willingness to understand the really important role that this sector can play in the economy.